did the screw. The bearings. You did the crankshaft. You replaced the bearings. Yeah. Did you do anything else? Did you take the cylinder head off? Um, the cylinder head. You did yeah, all this from the, the bottom. I don't know the names of the stuff very well, but I took, I, you know, I put new pistons in, or okay. piston rings. And okay, so you took the oh, head off. Oh, you did. Yeah. You did everything. Yeah. Yeah, I and did. you don't even know the names of these things, and you did all that? Well, that's why I needed help, because I don't know the names of things. I have my own names, so I go to the auto parts store, and I'm like, okay, it yeah. looks like this. Yeah. Give me some of these round things. Give me yeah. 18 of these I, round I things. I need some of the thingies. thingies. I have these things called that I call couplets, and I still don't know what they're called, but they're just like things that I'm like, yeah, that looks like a couplet to me. <laughs> sure. I'm, 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 <laughs> chicken I'm, or veal? <laughs> oh, couplet. A couplet. I am uh, I'm mechanically inclined if I I know what's wrong, and if I know what the parts are called, I can I can fix it. Wow. So now you want to know why? So you did everything. Yeah. Wow. Well, there are various causes for your condition, which is called dieseling. Okay. One of them is uh, excessive engine idle speed. Okay. Which I trust you don't have because you took it in to be adjusted. Right. And if the guys that adjusted it were over 45, they would have known how to adjust it. Okay, yeah, they were. They so were. they adjusted the carburetor, you said? Yes. And you say you need a booster. Why do you need a booster? Because well, the brakes don't work correctly? Yeah, when I go to stop, it kind of mushes to the floor, and I really have to push it in there, and the guy said that it was the brake booster. Now, if it mushes to the floor, no, it means the, the booster's booster. working well. It's the master cylinder. The master cylinder. Yeah. Was this the same guy that adjusted the carburetor? Yeah. Okay, then, okay, that explains then we'll, everything. we'll change everything. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's not the booster. It's not the booster. But they're need. not related. Okay, okay. Here's the test for the booster if you want to do it. Okay. Okay, first start the engine and get it warmed up. Okay. Shut the engine off. Okay. Get inside the car and pump the brake pedal six or seven times. And each time you do it, the pedal will get harder and harder to depress and will also get higher. Okay. So that you'll be able to move the pedal only a fraction of an inch before it feels like a rock. Okay. With your foot held firmly on the on the brake pedal, start the engine. Okay. If the booster is working, you will feel the pedal sink down toward the floor. Okay. If the booster weren't okay, it might be giving you a vacuum leak. That being the case, it could make the engine uh, run too lean. It could also cause it to diesel. Okay. Oh, but it okay. would run very rough. Does it run rough? Yeah. So the engine at idle will shake. Yeah, exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. if you if you know where the booster is? Yeah, I do. There's a big fat rubber hose that runs from the booster. There's only one hose. Okay. Get a pair of pliers and while the engine is running, squeeze that hose as hard as you can. Okay. And if the engine runs more smoothly, you need a booster. Okay. And that could be causing you dieseling. Oh. Okay. But if this guy misdiagnosed the booster, then he probably adjusted the carburetor incorrectly. Okay. There are other possibilities, in fact, uh, excessive engine operating temperature. Uh, could cause dieseling. Wrong timing. And that could be caused by having bearings that weren't fitted correctly or the crankshaft that wasn't installed correctly. But we don't want to get into that because that would <laughs> no, be very no, depressing and it would I, ruin the rest of your summer. That's right, because I'm certain that I put it in right. Of yeah, course I, you we did. Know you, we know you did. Okay. Okay? Great. See you, Becca. Bye. You may have to fly us out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Good luck. That was pretty courageous of her. It was. I think I'll just replace the crankshaft. Wow. wow! Don't you remember when we had the do-it-yourself shop? Do I remember? Long, long ago, <laughs> on a galaxy, long forgotten, <laughs> we had people that used to come into our shop. We had a, a shop that was uh, split down the middle with an imaginary line, and on one half of the shop, we had a regular repair shop, and the other half, we used to rent out tools and... and uh, space. Space with a jack and a, and a drop light and a shoulder to cry on, and I was always amazed... 
at the courage that people had to do things well, that they had never done before. And more importantly, jobs that we had never done before. <laughs> and we were going to advise them. And we were, Remember that guy that took apart his Jaguar transmission? Yeah. Whatever happened? He's still there. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. If you'd like to call us, the number is 888-CAR-TALK. <laughs> Hello, you're on Car Talk. Hi, this is Paul Everett calling from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Hey. No last names, please. Cha- oh, sorry Chapel, about that. North Carolina. That's in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. And what can we discuss with you today, sir? Well, I was uh, hanging out on the Internet one day, and I was at one of those classified used car search engine things. Yes. And I did a did a search for cars in the zero to $250 category. You cheap Zero. Wait a minute. Did my MG come up? <laughs> no, but every other car you ever owned did. Actually, only one car came up. It one was, car. One car came up, and it was about three hours away from my house, and it was 200